0: for our first more of the year was actually to look at the question of what is the church? What does Jesus mean by the church? What What is church supposed to be? So we get our foundations right because church has become, through human twisting, <laughs> church has become something very different from what Jesus meant it to be. Um, and since we are wanting to be um, true. true to what Jesus said uh, and, and uh, you know, live it out the way he intended, that's really what we want to do. Now, you may not realize this, but Jesus only uses the word church twice.
1: No, I didn't know that. It's very Look interesting. through
0: all four Gospels, the word church from the lips of Jesus only comes twice. Both times in Matthew. And it's very interesting that there's Matthew 16, verse 18, and then Matthew 18, verses 15 through 17 are the only two places. places. Matthew 16, verse 18, Mm -hmm. and then Matthew 18, verses 15 through 17. They're the only two times that Jesus mentions church, which is kind of weird. Compared with how much we talk about church, (laughs) whereas Jesus talks about the kingdom all the time. So more than a 100 times in the Gospels, Jesus talks about the kingdom, but only twice does he use the word church. And so it's important when we look at church not to fall into the trap that the Pharisees and the scribes fell into. This is Mark chapter 7, where Jesus said that they mistook the traditions of men for the commandments of God. We want to turn it back around. That's why I wanted to focus on it tonight. And I want to look at both of those passages. And the first one, Matthew 16, verse 18, is where Jesus is talking about the church in principle. He's kind of outlining what the church is in that verse. And it's where Simon answers the question, who do men say that I am? Who do you say that I am? So Simon says, um, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus replies to Simon and says, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who's in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. There's the word. Mm-hmm. and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it i will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven and then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the christ so there's a bunch of stuff in that passage that we can kind of unpack as to what church is the way jesus is talking about it the first off is that it starts with the revelation so he says that, that flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you. My father has revealed this to you. There has to be a gift from God of revelation in order for there to be church. So it's when God gives us a revelation of who he is and who we are. Yes. That's when we can become part of the church. Can, so, can,
1: can I read this one little thing? Because
0: it do. goes right with what you're saying.
1: Sure. So uh, I just grabbed the Amplified Bible off the... Off the shelf there, and when you were reading that, so in the in the notes down here, this is just what what Jane and I were talking about the other night. Um, so throughout the New Testament, Christ is clearly depicted as both the foundation and the chief cornerstone of the church, and here um, he praises Peter for his accurate confession of faith as him as the Messiah, and then Peter explains the role of believers as living stones. Mm-hmm. I like that because I think that is what we are. Totally. We're we're the living we're the living stones. Yes. And which is built on Christ as our foundation, and He's the cornerstone. So that's a ho- that's a whole different way of looking at the
0: church. Mhm. Yes. So the church <clears throat> is not some institution. No. It's not. Uh, it's not a building it's people joined together by that revelation of who jesus is
1: right and so we place ourselves at under you know underneath well you know adjacent or underneath jesus Mm -hmm. because he's the cornerstone he's the one that we line our we line if if you know anything about billy that's the one that's the one that everything else lines up with that's right and so but we're living stones yes meaning yeah like we're 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 always moving like we're we're not right. we're not stagnant yes like in one one place there's always
0: change yeah
1: we're always yeah
0: that's so cool that's powerful love it
1: that's revelation i i got some revelation in there, mark thank that's you that's exactly
0: that's exactly what we're supposed to <laughs> okay. get which is great well done a little
2: practical thing we started doing was like when we talk to elias and say we're going we say we go to church gathering Mm. We never call it like church, like we're not like, we're going to church, Mm -hmm. and we always like say church gathering or something, so it's the gathering of the church. It just helps with the English language, because then when he reads it one day, he doesn't think church is this place where we go and do this thing on
1: Sunday. Gathering's pretty. I like that. The church gathering.
2: So he knows, everything's cute when he's like, are we going to church gathering today? (laughs) He always says church gathering. Oh, they have that's drums so. at church gatherings <laughs> right. so, yeah, yeah. good for him it's kind of helpful so, if you just start saying it yourself because then in your
0: mind definitely. You
2: know, the gathering of the church
0: that's why we call what we do on Sundays our meeting,
2: meeting because
0: we're meeting the as the church right. and we're meeting God meeting, <laughs> uh, yeah. meeting that's, uh, that's mm. very good and this is the building of the church oh, yeah we call this the building because mm-hmm. it is <laughs> it's not the church yeah. but, um, so Simon gets this revelation of who Jesus is. And it's important that we, we don't just think of revelation as any revelation. The significance is you are the Christ, the son of the living God. In other words, you are the, the central event, the, the, the pivot of everything. You're the one. You know, there's, the Jews have been searching for centuries for a Messiah. Yes. <laughs> now he's here. This is him. He's the one. He is the Messiah. He is the answer. He's Can you
1: imagine the. Imagine how earth shattering that was to them. Totally, I mean, for thousands of years they were they, were like this, taught like this, you yeah. know, and then he comes and he just turns everything up on.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, They've been trying to to establish community that's rooted in covenant for centuries. And now in comes Jesus. He is the covenant. He is the community. Because as you said, he's the cornerstone and we're the living stones. <laughs> Simon gets it. And um, and I love the play on words, because when Simon says, to, uh, excuse me, when Jesus says to Simon, you're Peter, that Greek word Petros means you're rocky. <laughs> Which yes. was true of Simon, of course. He was a bit of a yes. brick, wasn't he? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> tended to throw himself at yeah, people. Yes some rough edges. <laughs> yeah, some rough edges. Exactly. Yeah. So yes. you're rocky, but on this rock, I will build my church. Now that's Petra and Petros. Okay. So one is a big rock, and the other is a, is a little rock. Mm. And so, mm. if you've seen pictures of that. Place called Petra in Jordan. it's this massive red mountain with all of these carvings in it and, and everything. It's, it's beautiful. So there's this mountain of revelation of who Jesus is that Simon and the, and the others yeah. have just got, yeah. and he's going to build his church on that revelation. So he's not building the. So you know, Catholic tradition says, well, Peter was the foundation of the church. Yeah. <laughs> no, not so. Yeah. <laughs> partly because you know, that particular I mean, branch of the Catholic no, Church doesn't it, it go that far off. back anyway. But, it exactly. It but had to be Jesus. The, the revelation is the foundation. Yes. The revelation of who Jesus is yes. and how central he is.
1: Right. And it, 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 doesn't he say that you only know this because you, you, you've you heard from the Father? I mean, that you've heard the from the Holy Spirit. You, 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 you would not have known this as in your natural thinking. Right.
0: Flesh and blood has not revealed this yes. to you, but my Father who yes. is in heaven, uh, is, yes. is what he says. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is beautiful. So, so God gives this revelation that Jesus is the solution and uh, for, you know for our separation from God.
1: That just makes me want to cry, you know, cause, because here was Peter, he, he was really imperfect. I mean, he was, you know, he had so many flaws. Just and as I, imperfect but, as the rest God, of us. But God, God knew that. And qualified him anyway. Absolutely. And saw his heart, and his heart is what we see, Jesus. Yep. And that's really what God is after. That, that really just to me that just really is so touching. I it's mean, honestly. A, yeah. Just like wow.
0: It's beautiful, isn't it?
1: It is beautiful.
0: So Jesus says he's gonna build his church and he's gonna build it from because he's the Christ the the son of the living God the one who's going to solve humanity's separation what what he's saying here is the church is built out of all of humanity he he's coming to 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 bridge the gap if you want to look at it that way between God and humans so all of humanity now gets lumped into what he's doing building his church so it's Jesus church it doesn't well you know catch the fire myrtle beach is not mark and jane's church um we often hear people talk about my church <laughs> um and in some cases that what they mean is you know i control the purse strings and so i get to say what goes on <laughs> that's not church either <laughs> jesus is the owner of the church because it's his body um so it's not the denomination's church, it's not the founding pastor's church, it's not the church member's church, it's not some famous celebrity church, it's, it's Jesus' church. Uh, and as I said, it's the body of Christ. So if we look into 1 Corinthians 12, just a couple of verses there, Paul talks about the body. He says, just as the body is one and has many parts or many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ, for in one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one Spirit. So the body of Christ is the the combining together, supernatural um, blending, if you like, uniting, the supernatural uniting of people who up to this point would have been enemies, Yes. basically. That's how powerful Jesus is.
1: That must make Father very sad, you know, because it says in 25, it says, verse 25, it says, so that there would be no division or discord in the body. Yep. That is lack of adaptation of the parts to each other, but that the parts may have the same concern for one another. If one member suffers, all the parts share the suffering. If one member is honored, all rejoice with it and so you know it just makes me sad when when it's like people say well i'm baptist or i'm catholic or i'm this or that right that's that just focuses on man's wanting to to put things in boxes and tidy things up like and keep them all you know un you know so that we can understand it with our mind and we can all you know yeah. figured this out from mm-hmm. from this instead Without of revelation yes instead right. of revelation yeah and that must great if there isn't them.
0: revelation all you've got is control exactly yes which is what happens when when yes. that, that kind of thing comes over
1: i pray for that i do i pray every day that that i receive revelation from him that i don't get deceived either mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be i don't want no. to be deceived and right you know
0: Good. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't think we'll, anybody does, but we'll what I'm get saying back is in, I
1: think you need to pray, pray, bit, pray that you
0: don't. Yeah. A bit later on, we'll get to how it is that God has set it up with the church that we don't get deceived. Uh, but that's jumping too far ahead. Sorry. That's, no, that's okay. <laughs> I did <do> um, that. <laughs> so um, come over to Ephesians with me for a second here. Still continuing that theme of the body and, and being built into what God is doing through the revelation of who jesus is Uh, ephesians 2 i won't read all of it but let's go to um, let me see verse 17 he came and preached peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near this is talking about jesus again and so what he's saying is he came and preached peace to the gentiles the outsiders the excluded ones and peace to the jews the ones who were near um For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So we're talking about how central Jesus is to the whole of history and to to humans being united with God again. It says, so you're no longer strangers and aliens, but you're fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets christ jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the lord in him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for god by the spirit so we sometimes talk about our bodies being the temple of the holy spirit as if god lives in each of us individually but i think that's a although that is true There's a much bigger fulfillment of that when we are together. There's an important angle to us actually coming together.
1: That would Uh, explain why worship. When we come together corporately in worship, it's a whole different
0: dynamic than
1: if you're at home alone.
0: Yes. Or even if you... Because the thing that's happened in the last couple of years is a lot of people have taken to just watching stuff on the internet or on TV. And and there isn't that coming together yeah, component. Yeah. I mean, I, I recognise you know there's there's yes. there's reasons for that, but mm-hmm. it's not something that we want to tout as progress. <laughs> um, it's it's almost like something that's that's taking us backwards if we're not careful, because we're not then being joined together and growing into a holy temple in the Lord. It's also important yeah. that we don't fall for you know we are the the only. Um, the only spiritual church in the region you know we, we 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 love to connect with other churches with other bodies of believers with other church families because what god is doing is much bigger than just us um, and and that's another important dynamic because we only as we're built together can we truly be that dwelling place for god by the spirit So the, we're still piggybacking off of Matthew 16, I will build my church. Um, another way that the, um, the apostles, or particularly Paul, describes the church is as the bride of Christ. So we talked about being the body of Christ and the temple with Christ as the cornerstone. Third picture is that the, the, the church is the bride of Christ. This is from Ephesians 5, uh, just over the page. Uh, Where are we? Verse 25. Talk about husbands and wives. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish. So in the same way as a husband and wife leave their families and, and form a new unity, so the church is bonded to Jesus in that same way. And it struck me, Jesus left his father and left the Holy Spirit. I mean, yes, he was filled with the Holy Spirit, but he, he left his, this is Philippians 2, of course, he kind of laid aside all of that Unity that he had, if you like, in the family that he grew up in, mm-hmm. um, stretching the metaphor a bit. But, and then he claims a bride by what he does here, washing her with water by the word. Mm-hmm. So all the things that he says creates this revelation. You're the Christ, the son of the living God that Simon Peter has. Um, and so Jesus and the bride become one. Um, so there should be, you know, in, in, in a true expression of church, there's passion for Jesus, just like the the bride wants to be united with her husband. (laughs) Um, and, and, and there should be regular encounters, interactions, fellowship, um, conversation, all of that sort of thing, um just as a as a healthy marriage would have um, and then he speaks the words that wash the bride that that he he speaks over us the things that he wants to see change or correct the way we're thinking all those kinds of things so the whole mo- that that picture of the bride with her husband is another beautiful aspect of what the church is supposed to be. We're we're to expect Jesus to be changing us, making us more like we were meant to be, through all of that. Mm. So we've got the body of Christ, we've got the bride of Christ, we've got the the, the living temple with Christ as the cornerstone, um, and Paul also mentions just how costly it is for us to be part of the church, especially when we come to lead others in the church. Interesting, in, in Acts 20, there's an account there, or it's actually Paul speaking to the leaders from Ephesus. So we've just been looking in Ephesians, but before he goes on to Rome to die, <laughs> um, Paul says this to the Ephesian church leaders in uh, where, let me find it. Acts 20. From verse 24. I've got pages stuck together. Yeah, so he's on his way towards Rome, but he's now in um, Miletus and he calls for the elders of the church in Ephesus to come. And so he says this um, verse 24. But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I receive from the Lord Jesus, to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And now, behold, I know that none of you among whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom will see my face again. Therefore I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all, for I didn't shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. So. There's be a whole bunch be of things. On guard,
1: be on guard for yourself. That's exactly what I was saying about. Right. not Wanting to be deceived.
0: Totally. Yes. Yes. Um, so Paul's purpose always was to testify to the good news of the grace of God. So he's got that central revelation of who Jesus is and what Jesus has, has achieved through his life on earth. But his challenge to the elders in Ephesus is to pay careful attention to yourselves, like you said, Jen, not being deceived, but also to all the flock to the church, uh, which Jesus obtained by his own blood. So, there's a cost to yes. being in the church. Yes. There's a cost yes. to being part of that.
1: And I think um, that's something that that a lot of people don't. They, they feel like maybe they misstep God if things go awry and they have they have problems. But it's we should expect of the problems. Work, that we yep. that we. So we we might take it as a compliment that we are doing. <laughs> we're, 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 we're effective. We're effective. Right. We're. We're doing something if we're getting, you know, some resistance and some, some things.
0: Absolutely. You
1: know, and so sometimes I look at my husband, I go, you know, he's just like, nothing ever phases him. Nothing ever happens to him. You know, he's just like, you know, like, I feel like every day, (laughs) you know, just getting out of bed sometimes, you know, but I, so I have turned that around and said, thank you, Lord. You know, thank you Lord that, that I'm, I'm. Taking the enemy off, he's he's a little <laughs> threatened by me. It's yeah, yeah, right.
2: Yeah. I, mean, he, I keep trying to figure out that resist the resist the devil thing, and he'll flee from you. I feel like we can we can figure that out, and then it's like if we could just keep with that, you know. Yeah.
1: Start. Yeah. I I I I I resist. I I resist, I I, I guess the way that I I and mostly the way I resist is I I turn it back on God and I and I praise God and I thank him and I, you know, and I like, I acknowledge that because I've given him control of my life, he, he has this, the final say, so the enemy can try, you know, he can, you know, he can whatever do his, but you know,
0: yeah. we, we, so have we to, don't, we
1: don't have to give him so much credit. In other words, we absolutely say, not. the no. en- enemy, he, he only can work with what we give him. So if we agree with him, or if we give him like power, then then he then he's got power. Otherwise, he doesn't because he's defeated. And he knows it. Right. All he can do is deceive, and all he can do is just you know, you know, right. talk. And and so when you when you just you know when you when you know the word of God, and you start to say the word of God, and you start to acknowledge God in your life, and you praise Him, then the enemy he gets tired. You know, he he'll start backing off especially when he knows that you believe what you, what you profess. And he's like, oh,
0: I'm not getting anywhere with this person. So in, if we go back to the verse we started with in Matthew 16, verse 18, Jesus says, I tell you, you're Peter, and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. In other words, the enemy's strategies don't stand a chance when you have a revelation of yes. who Jesus is. Yes. Um,
1: I I think that's pivotal. I think that happened to me this past year. I think I kept on seeing all these things in in darkness in the world and things not, you know, like the darkness not getting exposed and things Mm -hmm. not coming to justice yet. And then all of a sudden I had this epiphany one day. It's like, wait a minute. I have, I know how the story ends, right? I know how it ends for all of eternity. So we just had this bleep this blurb, this dash on, on, on this earth. And we don't even know how long it is Right. only he knows the number of our days. Yes. So we don't know how many days we have, you know, we may like to think we've got a hundred, but even in compare com- comparison to all of eternity, that is so small. And I thought, well, surely I can hang on, you know, for that little bleep of a, and, and I, I don't only God could have given me that, but right. Like, so, it like I'm unmovable on that. Like yeah. I don't care what happens to me. That is like cement in my heart. That That's yes, good. like okay, we know how the story ends.
0: Absolutely, and it's not That's... even a question of hanging on. If you look at the word that Jesus chose to use, he 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 repurposed a Roman word.
1: Yeah.
0: When he when he called it the church.
1: Yes.
0: Um, the the Greek word is ecclesia. Yes. And. That in Roman in the Roman world meant the authority of Rome was fully exercised and present wherever two or three Roman citizens gathered. The gathering of a handful of Roman citizens was called the Ecclesia. Oh, that's where that
1: comes from. Okay. So the,
0: the Greek yeah. word ecclesia means a gathering of those, with a common heritage, if you like, common calling mm-hmm. that carries the authority of their heritage or of their head, mm-hmm. of their emperor but in the Roman case, or of, the their, or of their, their savior <laughs> oh. in the case of the church mm-hmm. when Jesus took it. So he's building his ecclesia mm-hmm. on the revelation of mm-hmm. you're the king, Jesus, and you're a king for our sake and then when we gather two or three together mm-hmm. so it's not even a question of hanging on
1: now it's I a question that of actually using
0: well i wasn't correcting you but, but i know but i think that you know, way too
1: feel so exactly. terrible you're like thinking i'm hanging on I'm, I'm just which hanging is on. why
0: we have to rethink this but, isn't
1: it but even then you're not alone
0: no the that's Spirit right. of the
1: living God lives within you.
0: And, and get so, with two or three other citizens of exactly, the kingdom of heaven. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's, we need, that's and, why we need to come bingo. gather together.
0: Absolutely.
1: Because, yes.
0: Yeah. and So it's interesting that he says to Peter, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So because you're called out, because you're gathering together, because you have a revelation of who the head is, yes. you know, it's far yes. greater that, that, that you are the Christ, the son of the living God is far greater than you are the emperor like a God, which is the system they were living under. <laughs> now, here's the real God right here, yes. right now. <laughs> and so it's a much greater use of ecclesia. So.
1: So as For it to be Jesus. We, so as we get the revelation of what our authority is uh-huh. to be able to bind things and loose things, right? Because of what our Jesus already did. Yes. Then we put a. Then we we put a. Um, what's the word? We put a demand. Uh-huh. We put a demand on that. Right. And others words where we don't just, we just don't. You know, just all this is happening. No. Now. Now we 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 call heaven to earth
0: right we're exercising authority
1: yes that's because what having we, the keys because is we have a revelation of yep. it's not authority that we earn it's what what we've got because of what jesus did absolutely but he's not a man to lie so if he mm-hmm. says we have it right greater things will we do in his name then then when we get that revelation right then when we pray it's different yes because we're putting a demand right that, that the things of heaven will come to earth. We will see when, when we right. pray. That's why he said the Lord's Prayer.
0: That's where I was going to go too, yes. Because we need to understand the, the the way the Lord's Prayer is written.
1: Yes.
0: We say, your kingdom come, almost as if we were begging for it. Yes. But actually, it's in the imperative right? voice or whatever. Uh, right. My grammatical terms. So it's term, so it's, it's we're, we're, kingdom of God, come.
1: Yes. It's like...
0: Boom. Right. You know, um it, it's like now, here, because I'm speaking it and because yes. I am decreeing it, declaring it, yes. or we are declaring it, the kingdom of God comes. Yeah. yeah. It's in it, that's what Jesus taught us to pray, was to, to pray right. with authority. So,
1: so from we, the
0: authority that we have as, so we as his to, body. We
1: we need to confess with our mouth and what needs yep. to be it needs to be heard. Absolutely. And that's the whole COVID thing was trying to keep people silent. Yeah. It was shutting people down where they had, you know, muffled behind a mask and they were isolated and and, you know, but God turns everything around for good. So Amen. a lot of us who were in isolation, we got closer to the Lord, <laughs> Right. you know, we got we had more, you know, but now, yeah, I agree so with you. Like, we have so authority
0: we... to exercise heaven's rule on the yes. earth. Yes, yes, is what Jesus is saying. That's exactly what he's saying. Yeah, but do we believe it? <laughs> Whether I going to we, believe it whether we believe it or not we have it Something we're just m- are not Something. using but we, we it but we operate on what it. we believe exactly so
1: yep. I going so to believe you, that
0: Mark if you look at the kingdom coming if you look at Acts 2 for example you know the kingdom of God comes and the church is born the Holy Spirit jumps on people <laughs> and before you know it they're out in the marketplace and everybody's going wow what on earth is this, this is, <laughs> I want to be part of that there's the power of God is the, is the driving force. As the kingdom comes, then the church is, is created by the kingdom. So, so the Mark, kingdom is not a construct of the church. The church is a construct of the kingdom. Okay,
1: so our responsibility then is to, like I was saying, put a demand on it. In
0: other words, ask for it. Like to, 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 to live out the life of, of the kingdom of heaven in our everyday lives. I heard it described one time like um, a snail. You know, a snail is alive, but a snail creates its own shell. It secretes this stuff that turns hard and creates a snail shell. So the kingdom of God creates the church in the same way as the snail creates its shell. Because. Jesus is the Lord and we belong to him and the kingdom of God comes when we gather together, that creates the church. But if you take the kingdom of God, or you take the Holy Spirit out of the church, you end up with an empty shell, which of course is what has happened through the centuries in religious emptiness.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> but um, God created the church to be a community, a living, breathing, active community where heaven comes to earth through the gathering together of people who have the revelation of Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the source. Jesus is the, is the Christ, the Son of the Living God. So it's all about community. The church is a community. Church is a family, if you want to put it that way. You know, we have a father. We we've got the son we've got the Holy Spirit who is described as a nurturer, as a teacher, as a as a paraclete. Yeah, Basically the Holy I Spirit's like a the wife.
1: Spirit a little more feminine. I mean well, maybe may yeah. more, more motherly, like right. because of all the functions. I, I read yes. somewhere there's seventy functions of the Holy Spirit. Right. Like I didn't know there were so many, but I, I listed yeah. them all off and I was like, Yeah
0: So the Holy and Spirit I, can't be male to have seventy functions.
1: I mean, multi- <laughs> I mean you know, multitasking at, at it <laughs> blow minus, up you know? I mean, get, get to wow. ten
0: and fall over, you know. <laughs> And and the the Hebrew word for for Holy Spirit, Ruach, is a feminine noun. Okay. Well,
1: how about that? That's beautiful.
0: So that's good too. So the church is a family. And just like a healthy family will grow children and adults to maturity, so the community of the church grows us to maturity in Christ. And... It's important we think rightly about maturity, because if I think about our family, we have continued to mature as adults, even now. You never stop maturing. Mm -hmm. So it's not like maturity is something you gain when you turn 21, and then you stop maturing. We all know we didn't stop maturing when we got 21. It's a continuing process. And and none of us is fully like Jesus yet. But the process of maturing makes us more like Christ as we go along. And it's the role of the family, of the community of God, of the the body of Christ. That family community grows believers to maturity in Christ. So all of that comes out of Matthew 16, verse 18. Well, 18 through 21. I will build my church. So, another side note of squirrel chasing, it's not our job to build the church. Yep. That was a very deafening silence. <laughs> but it's not our job to build the church. <laughs> we're not supposed to try and get people to join the church. We're supposed to actually bring the kingdom and make disciples, and Jesus builds the church when we're doing what we're supposed to do. It's, like
1: convincing people, but just bringing yeah. forth. And then letting it be it. I, right. think, I think sometimes we, it's just letting your light shine.
0: I mean, absolutely. wherever you
1: are, whether you're yep. getting your hair done for a wedding or whether you're at Walmart or you're, you know, you just yeah. testify to, to. And this to, is.
0: To, <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: And and then then they see that that's the real deal. Like, it's, yep. it's not trying to beat them up with the word and convince them, well, this scripture says this. Right. I mean, this is the living, breathing word of God but i feel like it needs to be skin on for people
0: to see totally to yeah well and, that's and what then, that's then what they, jesus said you get a revelation yes and because of the revelation now he builds his church on that revelation and you're going to be the ones who actually release the kingdom
1: right and then and then because people, of the authority have. then had. people read it not like like words on a page like a book mm-hmm. but it's revelation for them and they eat it like it's it's bread to them and they can take it in right. rather than, you know, well, this is day four. We got to read this much of the Bible. I mean, I've done all that, you yeah. know, and I can say I've done, I've read the Bible three or three times, but right. that didn't accomplish what revelation does yeah. instantaneously. And then yeah. you go into the word and it's like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. So that's the church in principle, that first mention of church. In the Gospels. If we now look at the second mention of the word Ekklesia from the lips of Jesus, now we begin to see what the church should look like in practice. Ooh, good. This is Matthew, verse, Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 17. And it's, it's funny because actually... Uh, I wouldn't choose for this to be the example of how the church should look, but when you actually think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Let me read it to you. Matthew 18, from 15 to 17. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault, between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you've gained your brother. But if he doesn't listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. And if he refuses to listen to them tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. In other words, put him aside. Truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. There's those words again. There's all this binding and loosing goes with being the church. Again I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. That's the principle of the ecclesia. Wherever there were two or three Roman citizens in one room, then the authority of Rome was in that room. Same thing with the the ecclesia, as Jesus repurposes that term for his church, Where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. So it's interesting that this whole thing of if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it'll be done by our Father, is in the context of when I wrong you and you need to tell me I've wronged you. Or when you fall short of God's standards in some way and it falls to me to point it out to you. It's in the process of helping each other become more like Jesus. That is so hard
1: for some people. But, you know, it's the highest form of love is correction.
0: Absolutely.
1: Because the father models that when he says that, you know, I discipline my sons and daughters. Right. That shows that they belong to me. That Mm -hmm. I'm their father. Yes. So you you wouldn't do that with your child. You wouldn't let your child go get, you know, constantly get Uh -uh. into a situation where they're potentially going to get severely hurt. You would you would keep them from doing that that's kind of what what i feel like the charges for us yes like, like you know i know james had to say things to me before and i was grateful mm. because sometimes you don't see you know that's part of that being deceived you, right. you deceive yourself because of the lens that you look through things because of right. past hurts or whatever mm-hmm. and that's why you do need your brothers and sisters because right. you can go off so easy or do something out of hurt, or do you, you know? Maybe yep. maybe have the right idea, but it, but yeah, Does right. make sense? I mean, no. am I making myself clear? Definitely. That, that, yeah. that we yeah. Sometimes we don't we don't see things clearly. We look through rose colored, <laughs> you know, or yeah, whatever glasses.
0: Right. Yes, but here's another angle on that same thing. We tend to think of sin as something really terrible, like murder or adultery or something. But actually, sin is in any way missing the mark of God's okay. perfection. Okay. So if we were playing darts, God's bullseye all the time, and we're throwing darts at the dartboard, and we're sort of you know getting... They might be hitting the board, they may be missing, they may not get the board at all, but they're not always in the bullseye or I'm think- I was thinking as I was preparing this, when we were with my dad, we were playing a game called Bar Skittles, which is like this little sk- skittles on a, on a wooden um, base, and it's got a post with a little ball on a chain. You throw the ball, and it sort of swings out and swings back, and it- it's playing skittles in a small space, a, a bit like you'd do um, if you went bowling, but it's on a, on a tabletop. Well, it's almost impossible to get it right every time. You swing it, and it misses. <laughs> you swing it, and it misses. And, and it's not that you're actually intentionally doing anything wrong. It's just it's built into the human experience that nine times out of ten we miss God's perfection. And that's sin in, in, in the actual terminology of, of the word. It's missing the mark, missing the target. And you may miss by a uh, by a millimetre, you may miss by a mile, you still easy. missed. <laughs> and so the church is part of the process of getting us back on target. It starts off one on one because that's how we see it in one another. You see, um, you see failure, you see off target in each other. The closer you are to each other, you know, spouses especially get the privilege of seeing each other's faults the closest. But then, if whoever you're wanting to correct won't hear you, then you grab a couple of other folks and say, "Listen, we love you. We wanted to point out this that we feel like God wants to bring you closer to the target by you recognizing this pattern or this this uh, fault or whatever." And that gathering of at least three, is the ecclesia. It's the it's the doing this life together with Jesus as the chief cornerstone. So he says, I'm right in the midst. We're the living stones being built as we shape each other through that process. Um, and this isn't a sort of top-down, you know, go to confession, tell the priest kind of process. This is a, a us in the family helping each other grow and then if it doesn't work on the smaller scale then you take it to the whole family to the to the wider community and so what jesus is saying in his second use I don't of want to
1: the get word to that point. well right <laughs> i don't want to get to that point.
0: but what jesus is saying is church is this constant course correction mechanism constantly helping me get back on track with how god wants my life to look constantly helping me to to get hold of more of him, because if you bind it on earth, it's bound in heaven. If you loose it on earth, it's loose. So I, I want to bind the likeness of Jesus into my life, and I need you all to help me with that. And I want to loose off my life anything that doesn't reflect Jesus. Uh, and, and again, we want to agree with all of that. So there's this whole course correction mechanism that is what the church should look like in practice. So that's why we gather together, is to help each other and encourage each other to be more like Jesus and to agree with one another that we become more like Jesus. Um, and then it, if we go back to Ephesians again, we keep coming back to the Ephesians, but the Paul describes, I think it's probably his most um, concise letter about the church, what the church looks like. Um, and it talks about the way that that jesus has set up the church in, in ephesians 4 when he's talking about the fivefold ministries fivefold equipping gifts he says he gave jesus gave the apostles the prophets the evangelists the shepherds and the teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of christ so the work of ministry is all of us being able to say to one another hey that thing you said or that that pattern in your life, I think God's got better for you than that. I think there's more for you. I think we you know if you feel like you missed it, let's agree together that next time you'll hit the, the target. those kinds of that kind of process. Um, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine by human cunning by craftiness and deceitful schemes so you see there's this stability that is the church in practice as we get together and we help each other to draw closer to the target of being like jesus Um, speaking the truth in love just carrying on reading now rather speaking the truth in love we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into christ from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it's equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Now, Paul's great at these run-on sentences. <laughs> he lumps a whole load of stuff together there. But it's speaking the truth in love... When we're jointed together, so that the joints hold us together. So, I mean, if you look at your hand, you've got the different segments of your fingers and then the different fingers themselves and your thumb. It's the joints that hold all that together into a hand. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah? yeah. And, and, and as, we, as those joints hold us together, and then as we speak the truth in love because we're joined to one another... That's what makes us grow. That's what brings us to maturity. That's what makes us more like Jesus. That brings us into the unity of the faith. It's that exercising the joints. You can't pull off your, your pinky finger and, and stick it on the table and have it grow into maturity.
1: And that's what the enemy is totally after.
0: Absolutely. He's
1: totally after keeping us from being one.
0: Yes. In
1: unity.
0: Right. Totally
1: totally yep he will do anything it can be something so so minor as as maybe somebody said something or looked a certain way and that hit on some past hurt or whatever <laughs> and you think i'm out of here
0: right right <laughs> you know and and too often that's what and, and what weakens and the church isn't it or
1: somebody corrects you mm-hmm. and you don't understand that they meant it in love right but you're so used to being corrected out of there's something wrong with you, you know, somebody's got a hidden agenda or whatever. Right. And so you're so you're distrusting that you don't, that you don't receive it in love. Right. You know, yes. or, but there has been times too in churches or, I mean, in, you know, in gatherings where people have not done it in love. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so the enemy is really working there to, to keep us from that,
0: yes. that right there. Right. And he'll do anything he can for us not to have the whole hand. that's yes. why I had you look at the hand because yes. the fivefold right we can picture it as like a hand. You need all five fingers yes. to grip things yes. uh, and and the enemy's got it so that religion has made the church into simply shepherds and teachers with a few evangelists on the fringe. and we've lost the whole idea of the fivefold where the apostles and the prophets and the evangelists and the shepherds and the teachers, all grip together so that the body gets built up. Yes. That's what Jesus designed it for. So the apostle, I mean, these are on the wall over there, so I, I won't dwell on it, but the, the apostles are all about the vision and the values or the mission. The prophets are all about God's presence and God's power. The evangelists are all about the demonstration and the declaration of the kingdom. Uh, the shepherds are all about caring and, and, and creating community and the teachers are all about truth and transformation. When you put all five together, then you've got a strong, um, a strong foundation. You know, it's built on that foundation of the apostles and prophets, with the other three added in as well. And when each part is working properly, that's when the body grows. Um, and the whole role of all of that is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. So again, any model where the church has this sort of um, you know, the, 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 the clergy, the, the, the paid mm-hmm. professional staff who do mm-hmm. everything, that's a, that's a, a twisted picture of what, yes. of what Jesus intended the church to sure. be. So the mm-hmm. church in practice is all of us joined to one another, to equip. speaking the truth in love, saying, mm-hmm. hey, Jan, you know, there's, there's this I see in you, and I think Jesus wants to make it more like him. <laughs> or or Jane saying to me, look, the way you treated Melissa wasn't necessarily, it didn't look to me like Jesus. Let's talk about that. Not nitpicking, but helping each other get closer to the target, because our goal is all, always to become more like Jesus, isn't it? So if I wrap it up, because our time's gone, the church is not a country club, where you kind of, you know, you you have to qualify, have to be good enough to join it. Mm-hmm. And then you have to pay your dues all the time to stay in. Mm-hmm. The church is more of a lifeboat out on the out on the ocean pulling in drowning people so that they can get rescued, you know. Um, and the lifeboat. Yeah. I like that. And and our binding and loosing is to do with with making sure that we don't fall short of the target. So it's mm-hmm. about dealing with sin in our lives. Mm-hmm. It's not about going around, you know, binding, decreeing. <laughs> There's some of that can go on. But most of us, it's that interaction on a daily, personal, loving proverbs,
1: level. Isn't there proverbs that say it's better to have a word of correction than to, to flattery?
0: Yes, uh, that there is. Uh, yeah. I couldn't tell you where it is, but yes, that that's, rings a bell. So, as a, so yeah,
1: I, I would much rather. I mean flattery's you know kind of empty, but but I mean rather than people coming and and you know I would rather yeah I would rather have a correction from a close friend
0: absolutely because
1: because obviously we don't want to fool ourselves and think that we don't need it because no like you said we're always gonna slightly miss the mark
0: right but God has created the church
1: right to help get us.
0: For specifically yeah. for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ch- so if we do a f- couple more contrasts, just to wrap it up, the church is more of a family than a factory. It's not about us processing people through and churning out mature saints because they've completed a course or they all look the right. same or whatever. Um, the goal is to grow into maturity by being surrounded by love and, ha- and, and sharing experience. And if I look at our family there, there's a massive difference between each of our three sons. Mm-hmm. You know, any of us who've had more than one child, realize, sure. <laughs> you know, God doesn't create even identical twins are not identical.
1: Mm-hmm. Marlene Starr used to say, I fed them all the same pasta, but they're all different. And they're
0: all different. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Marlene's family, they, they couldn't be more different. They're amazing. But even identical twins have different fingerprints. Right. So the, the goal is to develop the destiny, the uniqueness, if you like. So we want uniqueness, not uniformity. Mm-hmm. Um, and But also, um, we can't be exclusive because God desires that everyone be saved. So God doesn't exclude anybody. Right. So we, we are exceptional, but we can't be exclusive. We're the only human... Uh, structure the only human organization or or, um, whatever the only organism uh, the only yeah the only human structure is the best way to put put it i think because it's a human structure that belongs to god and not to the enemy the church has to be focused on god's agenda which is that all be saved from falling short through sin um and we're an organism, not an organisation. That's a good
2: way to put it. Versus organisation.
0: Yeah. So there's there's growth, there's movement, mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's breathing. hmm There's organisation
2: goes to sleep at
0: Nourishment. Night. nourishment. Turn exactly. Mm-hmm. Turn the lights off or lock the doors or. create the staff manual or, <laughs> you know, whatever. That's good. An organism reproduces. It's yes. one of the key th- And an organism excretes as well. Um, <laughs> as we're all aware as parents. But, um, so we, we're not in any way an institution. The church is not an institution. The church is an organism. And the purpose of it in practice is actually that we be joined together and rub up against one another. Even when we rub each other the wrong way, God's purposes can still be Uh, achieved through that because if we're speaking the truth in love then we can help each other get closer to the target so that 623 thank you proverbs 623 do you have it there can you read it whoever rebukes a person will in the
1: end gain favor rather than one who has a flattering tongue Mm. thank you
0: very good in the end people appreciate honest criticism far more than flattery whoever rebukes a man will afterward find no favour than he who flatters
1: with his tongue. Thank you. That's beautiful,
0: thank you. So we want the church our reflect our expression of the church, because there's only one small part, you know. If you look at the body of Christ in the Grand Strand, catch the fire myrtle beach may be the pinky finger of the body of Christ in our, or, or whatever. Or it might be the thumb. Maybe with a thumbs up. But anyway, we're only one part of the bigger body. Um, And Jesus is the head, so he does with us what he wants. But we want to be a healthy reflection of what it means to be the body of Christ. Um, And we, all of us need to help one another to know that God has put me in this body. Because if I know God's put me here, then I'm not going to run off when you point out something to me that God right. wants to change.
1: Exactly.
0: And I'm not going to look at, you know, open the curtains on a Sunday morning and think, well, ah, it looks a bit cold out there. I don't think I'll bother today. That kind of thing. I don't think we've got anybody like that. But that is a, a common attitude in in the church, isn't it? Um, and and I, think, I, think,
1: I think here, you... you um Small enough to where you can't just sit in the back row and h- back row and hide.
0: That's deliberate. We want to right. not right,
1: and and I think that's, that that that's where you start to grow. Is right, when you know you're going to be missed if you're not there on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. You 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 know that if you're struggling with something, your brothers and your sisters see it and are you know are wanting to walk you through it or pray you through it or whatever yes and i I think that is a danger of being part of a huge huge like a huge gathering of like thousands of people you can slip in and slip out and you know and you're not growing right you know what i mean you're yeah so
0: it was interesting that jesus stopped at 12 as his core group Mm -hmm. and it was the big crowd that killed him in the end
2: Mm-hmm. I used to be part of a gathering in Lynchburg, that it was actually called Ecclesia, but it mm-hmm. was specifically house gatherings, so mm-hmm. like we only ever met in a house. Right. And so as it got bigger, we would just have, different people had to step up and say we're going to have it in our house, and, this person's going to teach, or, but it was the coolest thing for a while, because it was, there was never ever a building ever. Right. It was only houses, but you mm-hmm. got to know people so intimately so quick. Because if you were there every Sunday at this specific person's house, yep. right, got you to know their kids, their family, it was like everyone mm-hmm. hung out afterwards. It was like, yeah,
1: right. it was beautiful. You had yeah. your
2: baby sleeping in a pack and clay in the other room. If they yeah. needed a nap, it was so like, <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. It was organic. It was yeah. pretty, it was, it was like the most... Quickly, I ever felt like I got close to people by like in the short amount of time I was part of it. It was like it was very quick compared to like the long time thing.
0: But yeah, yeah, that's beautiful.
2: I have this really cool like video. It's not to watch. It's like literally a minute long, but it's on this whole topic. I just we can listen to it, mm. play it? It's but it says so Bill Johnson. You guys know.
0: Oh yeah. Is that yeah. okay with you? Totally. It's, like, I'm on done. on this so. whole topic, so. Great.
2: But it's talking about. Um, like he's, this guy's asking him a question about differences in the church, and mm-hmm. like how his perspective or how they deal with it. Part of this church and seeing what you guys have you built. Get? It's just so amazing to see, even in moments of disagreement or conflict, how you guys have covenanted for outcomes that are relational. Share a little bit about that with us. It's not complicated if you value people more than ideas. If you value people, then your your default is going to be to protect, to protect what's important. If you value your relationship, your default, your your energy, your focus, your prayer, your efforts are going to be focused on protecting that relational component.
1: And uh, but if you're just an idea person, if you're just a person that that, that somehow has to always
2: there are people who are driven and there are people who are focused driven people get in trouble as far as I'm concerned focus is what we're supposed to be and if we can be focused then we make sure that we bring all the elements that Jesus intended into the vision and not leave them behind so I can accomplish your vision
0: awesome that's really helpful Melissa thank you I love how you mentioned like valuing the people and like hmm. if your heart is to value
2: people it's not like their difference or something. Like just gets you like, uh, it's like they're yes. too different or
0: something.
1: Let me just right. put effort into it. Yeah. I think you guys do that very well.
0: Good. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
1: I do. I recognize that. Makes all the difference.
0: It's what Jesus told us to do. So.
1: You're doing it well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.